0: You're listening to the Alchemy of Self podcast with Zah. The world is currently in a state of rebirth. All of the systems we have inherited are collapsing and failing us as a species. It's time for us to come together and create something out of nothing. If you crave deeper purpose, unshakable strength, and a life aligned with your truth, this is for you. This is for you if you are curious and not afraid to ask questions. This podcast is for those searching for their purpose and those ready to step into their full potential. For lovers of truth and those ready for masculine medicine, this podcast is an adventure that gives voice to a journey of healing, discovery, and embodiment. We'll challenge the old narratives we inherited and forge a new path. Join us in this fearless exploration of the multiple dimensions of being human, breathwork, mindset, healing the body, detox, and how to use the gentle way of jiu-jitsu to make you unstoppable in your wellness, business, life, relationships, and more.
1: What is this podcast going to be about? It's going to be about the trivialities and the mundaneness of life and all the experiences that we get to experience and learn from and grow from and come back to ourselves through like all the experiences that either we've created or were created by us to get to this to get to this point in our lives So I'm here with my, uh, my good friend, Dennis Crosby. And uh, he was like, tell me about the podcast. So this is the podcast. This is the podcast. I'm learning how to hit record during beautiful conversations. So that's essentially the podcast, right? Like hitting record and then having the conversation as opposed to having the conversation and then being like, man, I should have hit record. That was some good shit. Yeah, life is life is just like full of these like micro moments where it's just like everything that we've ever been looking for in our lives is in this micro moment. We just don't realize it because it's so mundane and it's so like uh, like oh, this is just. Like me throwing a toy for my dog. Or this is just like me cleaning my shower. You know? It's just, it's just, it's just me mopping my floors.
2: You could say seeing anything as mundane is a sign that you still have growth left to go.
1: Yeah, that's the fucking magic, right? Because it's like everything is magical, everything is like, Everything has the potential to be magic, to be bewildered, to be amazed at. The mundane is truly the greatest gift that we can give ourselves. Because that special day that we're waiting for, when we quote-unquote reach all of our goals, this can feel a million times better because we can have it now. That extra car or that bigger house or... I don't know, that hotter wife or girlfriend, you know, like whatever, you know. <laughs> <That> hotter wife. <laughs> well, but the
2: one I have right now is not hot enough. I need mean, that yeah. hotter, that new model.
1: But is that, is that not the case?
2: Yeah, for a lot of people it definitely
1: is. Is that for not sure. the case? I mean, we've been like cursed with your, my wife is not hot enough and my wife is too hot. My car is not fast enough or my car is too fast. I have too much hair. I don't have enough hair. It's just like a constant, like not enough. Mm -hmm. So it's a constant striving or suffering to be enough, but we never become enough (laughs) with that mindset.
2: What the fuck does enough even mean?
1: Yeah. Enough means like satisfaction in the moment. I was talking to my mom actually like a few weeks ago and I was telling her about my crazy idea for for alternative living and then she's like well you can just get like one more bedroom or like you can like make it like 500 extra square feet and I was just like why it's enough like I'm enough and this is enough for me like it might not be enough for you and that's okay but like I'm not you so it's enough for me
2: also
1: it's right now. Right now. Right now. Right. Right now. But like, you know what? Like, bro, I've never used all the space in my fucking house. Mm-hmm. Like, what does a, one human being need 2,600 square feet for? Okay. Like, I, I remember reading that New 50 book and he was talking about how his like house was like over 20,000 square feet or some shit. 20,000 square feet, bro. He said his maintenance bill was like 70K a month.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah, just maintenance, bro. It's not even like living in it. Maintenance. Damn. Like that's a trap. Like my goal is to have zero overhead in my life.
0: Mm.
1: Like that's the vision. Like zero overhead, full sustainability. Like full self-reliance, full sustainability. See, that little question I have to ask. How are you going to get past property tax? I, I I would be earning from the property to cover that. Okay. I mean, it was just like like there's some things that like you yeah. just like taxes and death, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what they yeah, say. Yeah.
1: You can't, There's two things you can't avoid: taxes what, and death.
2: That's what fucks me about taxes because people are always say, "I want to be a homeowner. I want to own land. I want to make sure it's mine." But well, I'm like, but it's not. And they're like, not "What years. are you talking about?" I'm like, if you don't pay your taxes,
1: who takes it? Yeah. Like. I mean, if you pay eight percent in taxes, right? If you pay eight percent a year in taxes, in twelve years you've already paid, like the government, um, more than you fucking well almost as much as like your house is worth.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all an illusion. Yeah. Oof. Well,
1: you cause. You can't you can't own the land. Right. Like you don't own the land. Right. <laughs> like it's not yours. Nobody really owns the land. Like it's just like like it's ours. Right. But we just don't have as many guns as the people that like
2: own it right. or and it's only ours until somebody with a bigger gun decides exactly. the it's theirs. Yes. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Have you are you hip to Joe Saladin? Mm-hmm. So he's the guy who um was in Omnivore's Limit Oh, I, he's a doctor, right? No, the no, farmer. No, 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 no. So basically when we were talking about regenerative farming and all that, he like does that. He does like the whole nature the right way, rotates the cattle, has, has – like builds basically an ecosystem, wow. a self-sustaining ecosystem in his farm. And one of the things that he talked about in one of his books was like it's only in recent history that we went along the path of like trying to be someplace for 30 years have a house for the rest of our lives kind of thing where before like we just moved with the land we built temporary structures until we didn't need them anymore like this whole need for permanence is a newer thing and i started thinking about that i'm like that's actually when i feel my most comfortable i'm like i'm gonna be here for a couple years yes until i want to be somewhere else until somewhere else better serves me and i think there's a lot of freedom in letting go of that Construct of like needing to be in one place. Maybe for some personality types that gives them a lot of. Maybe like, not. Yeah, or maybe not. Right?
0: Maybe
1: not because like if yeah. we're really looking at like what we talked about earlier is like um like forgetting where we came from. Mm. Like that's where we all came from. We were all hunter gatherers. Mm. Like we only became farmers what like five thousand years ago, ten thousand years ago maybe. Right. Agriculture is new. Yeah, like agriculture is new, and then industrialism mm. is even newer, and we're even done with industrialism now. Yeah. Like we were, in the, we were in the information, we're in the information age supposedly, but I feel like we're almost done with that now too. Yeah. Because like we're, we're like oversaturated with industrialism. We're definitely oversaturated with information at this yeah. point. Because there's so much information, but there's so little wisdom. Right. You know, there's so much industry, but there's so little value in the things that they're making.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like we've stepped away from like craftsmanship. We've yeah. stepped away from artisanal.
2: Yeah. We
1: we've stepped away from like putting putting our soul into things. The Mm -hmm. things that are that we buy have no soul.
2: Yeah. So the question is and this question I think everybody well a lot of people ask, is can that work at scale with the amount of people we have on this planet?
1: You know what? I I don't know. I have no fucking clue. But I'm not I am not like that's the thing, right? Like everybody's always thinking about like everybody else supposedly but like i feel like this problem was created because like we were thinking about like scale all the time Mm. i feel like that's the thing right like like why do we have to keep growing like why do like you know what we
2: have to is that we are
1: yeah but like because we have to Uh, because that's the mindset in the united states like we we always have to keep growing that's like literally the mindset right
2: is that gen don't you think that's some of that's genetic
1: maybe i mean other countries like have like inheritances and like old money and like our country's just like constantly like in the in a state of like disruption and maybe mm-hmm. that's progress or maybe that's just like fucking anxiety
2: yes yeah, it's called being a kid yeah You're essentially what just we not are.
1: enough yeah. it's the not enough yeah it's always not enough like it's always not enough like Oh I have one car Oh I, I need two cars Or I need three cars But I have one ass Like why do you need Three cars Yeah Like can you imagine Like over, How how crazy Overproduction is Like there's Millions of cars In the United States That nobody has ever driven mm-hmm. And they're like Years old So nobody's ever Gonna buy them What do they do with those God knows bro I have no clue I'm We're sure so... they write it off
2: But what the fuck They do it You can't completely... uncreate it
1: Yeah <laughs> That's fucking weird, right? Like, so that's, that's the, that's the, that's like the counter question is like, are we really like utilizing like all the things that we really are? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, do we really have that many people? Is that really like the fucking question? Or is it like just like hoarders and like people like controlling stuff and like, like being powerful to be powerful Mm -hmm. and not like using it in the purposeful way of like sustainability like it's just yeah. not sustainable where we're going mm. you know like it hasn't been sustainable for a while and i don't know what was better because i didn't live in the other time zones or time frames you know like but i do know that like what we're doing right now is not sustainable at all
2: yeah it's funny you said that. i was in a deep thoughts about that for a while and i always came back to the thanos plan of like fuck it if Somebody posed an option to randomly kill off half the population. It was truly random, and they were included in that random. You're like, it would suck, but go for it. You're so fair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what ended up like that was my viewpoint, like for like a solid year. I was like there's too many people. Let's just get by ourselves some time. Get ready and then out. the
1: sequel came out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you know what actually ended up changing my viewpoint was, I realized it was a lack of creativity, is really what that was. It was defeatism showing yeah. up. In reality, there is enough, enough collective intelligence, consciousness, and power to make it work. If we all decide, or if just a handful of people truly stepped into their own power and greatness and decided to create.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, like, the only, they, that what's that saying? It's like, um, don't underestimate, like, a small group of people that, like, want to change something because that's the only thing that ever has. Mm-hmm. Like, what I was talking about earlier with the Declaration of Independence. Like, that was, like, two handfuls of men, like, that stood against, like, a tyrannous government mm-hmm. and like created the nation that we live in right now like that's fucking crazy yeah, one of the most powerful nations in the world <laughs> if not the most powerful if for not. a really long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. definitely like for a really long reign at this point right like this it's a long reign for such high technology like brutal weaponry times where it's like they've just stayed on top
2: yeah i think when they say america is the longest lasting republic in history like we out we lasted longer than rome
1: wow that's so sad
2: yeah and there's i don't remember this but my friends who are way smarter and more historical and politically adept than me said there's like a cycle of governmental structures and it goes from like republic to socialists, to something, to dictatorship, to something else, or some some weird circle yeah. that all societies like rotate through. So that's crazy. We might be doing. For
1: <laughs> yeah, for like socialism. Yeah, like I, art.
2: I think dictatorship comes after a republic. Wow. Like the next one is, I think, dictatorship. That's crazy. Well, it makes sense. You get one person deciding they don't want to leave.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Like in like, our system. Like Putin. Putin's been New president. Like like for the last like i don't know 20 years or something bro
2: you've seen V for vendetta right yeah like all it takes is something to scare us enough to say okay you say like save us yeah and then we become a dictatorship that's all it takes is enough fear fuck
1: yeah and then there's like, uh, cause if, like these periods, they're not really like smooth transitions either. Mm-mm. There's like usually like hardcore amounts of anarchy in between. Like the anarchy is always the middle of all of them. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like the middle. Uh, it's like the the bridge. Sure. Anarchy is the bridge, bro.
2: Right. Well, you think of our economic system. It's all about stopping that cycle from happening. That natural cycle of oh, depression God. and growth or whatnot. Like all they're doing do is limit the lows and limit the highs because that's where the chaos ensues. Fuck. Like it's what an cool.
1: interesting way to look at it.
2: No. Yeah.
1: yeah, man. I, I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if it's not sustainable, but like what I do know is like historically we've lived in a tribe of like a hundred, 150 people where it's like, we're at like 365 million supposedly in just in this country or mm-hmm. something, or 350 million. And like, that's a lot of fucking people, bro. And like we're also like so stressed out and like so anxious because like like the social media aspect is like so intense. Like can you imagine like we have 5,000 friends on Facebook. We have hundreds of thousands of followers we have employees, we have family, we have supposed friends. If we have um we have then we have Instagram, then we have YouTube, then we like you know like it's just like yeah. Then we have Google and like we have like all these eyes on us and like we think everything is a performance and like we don't enjoy life anymore like we can't eat a really good meal without taking a picture of it like we just ate a really good meal yeah really great meal we didn't there's no pictures but so it didn't happen yeah did it it, it exist exist. (laughs) so a few years ago i watched like it was like a commercial and it was supposed to be funny and it was like these two girls are sitting at like a bar or something, and they met up. And one of them's like, "Yeah, I really like him." And the other one's like, "So tell me about him. I'm like, can you show me his picture?" He's just like, yeah, "That's the big problem. Like, he doesn't have Facebook, and he doesn't have like, like he doesn't have any social media. He doesn't." He, she's like, "And I did the research. He doesn't have a digital footprint." The other one's like, "He's he's a serial." killer. <laughs> <foot." laughs> she's like, "But he's perfect,"
2: <laughs> as serial
1: killers are. Yeah. Yeah. that's how they trap you <laughs> yeah supposedly <laughs> supposedly but like that's the thing like, like we've been trained to think like that, that's an underlying like story right like yeah. oh if I don't have social media and if I don't have a digital footprint like people will think I'm a serial killer that's literally like like if I take out like the essence mm. like the homeopathic methodology <laughs> of like that story it's just like oh um you're a serial killer if you don't have social media
2: yeah yeah ugh that's wild that's scary bro yeah like can you imagine
1: yeah it's literally like the fucking that's the thing
2: but I mean you could probably extrapolate that to so many other areas of life cause I mean we think of people who live out on the land on their own like you don't have a house a car blah 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 you're a crazy person Like, I think we do that in all areas. Or if you don't
1: have a cell phone. Remember when I didn't have a cell phone for like five years? People used to legit like look at me like I was a crazy person. It was kind of
2: annoying. I'm not going to lie. I get it. I get get it.
1: It's very inconvenient for a lot of people. Yeah. But like at some point, I'll probably get back there. Yeah. And I'll get like a fucking, like a rotary phone or something. (laughs) It's like, hey, hey, Dennis. yeah or like or like i don't know a radio or something bro mm-hmm.
2: go back to walkie talkies yeah
1: i mean i don't know bro like i just like all these conveniences like i feel like we're making me so weak mm-hmm. like even like where we're sitting right now like i since you guys can't see us like we're sitting at this coffee table custom made coffee table really nice right custom made for you nah just oh like, made by hand oh by okay, guess. <laughs> not custom i guess the word would be made by hand some guy made it. It's cool. It's like metal and fucking wood. Oh, that's a nice, costume. repurposed wood, um, and like we have like these uh these like bolsters with buckwheat that we're sitting on, because I realized that like years ago that a lot of my back pain was coming from sitting in chairs. So I've been like working to avoid using chairs, and now recently um, I've been living completely alone, and I haven't had input from other people. So. I made a choice to just get rid of all my chairs. I have one chair because I do an exercise on it. That's the right. only reason I use that chair. <laughs> <laughs> my
2: piece of gym equipment is a chair.
1: Yeah, it's one of the pieces of equipment that I use.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, you do a lot of weird stuff. Like, what what would you say are, like, the three weirdest things you do? Do you still do coffee animals?
1: Yeah, I did one two days ago. Yeah? I wouldn't even, call, I wouldn't even like, think it's weird at this point.
2: It's still pretty weird. Yeah, I get
1: it. Yeah. Um, it's Starbucks is my favorite place to go get coffee. Get the fuck out, Starbucks. Yeah.
2: I thought you had to do some like custom brewing. Starbucks, bro. Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that went way over my head. All right. Yeah, I get it. Bro. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know, man. Like uh, semen retention. Um, I've been doing semen retention for like five or six years, but more hardcore the last year
2: like zero expulsion I
1: I've I've like I've been so deep into it at this point Um, like like really like working on it and um, yeah I've gotten to a point of zero I mean there have been times where I've still ejaculated but there was like a six to seven month stretch with zero ejaculation oh wow but like still orgasming just like no ejaculation
2: yeah that's the longevity thing right
1: yeah well longevity energy bro desire like there's so many elements of like what is sexual transmutation what's what napoleon hill very politely talked about that went over everybody's heads yeah um 100 plus years ago in think and think grow rich he was talking about sexual transmutation and like he he had a piece of it where like he talked about um like withholding or whatever, but like you can also move that energy around your body and you can use it for healing. Like the Taoists use it for healing and um, you can use it for creation. Like what, it, like Napoleon Hill talks about like the, like the highest vibrating stuff on the planet is love, romance, and sex. So mm. like to tap into that ether, like if you think of like my intention right my intention and my vision is the passenger and we're we're talking about like how i'm going to get it there i want to use the most efficient uh method of transportation Mm. which is like the fastest and most effective way of getting there which is like maybe it's a fucking rocket ship if those are the three most powerful forces on the planet like i want to use those
2: yeah let those be the fuel
1: yeah Plus like full body orgasms feel way better than like that fucking uh genital sneeze.
2: <laughs> oh, you know, I tried um how you say I tried, I did that with uh an ex back in my like mid-twenties. And you could tell like it bothered her. Yeah. That oh, that's what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I won't. Ejaculate, like I'll do it every once in a while.
1: Like but I'll do it like, every face. time I have sex. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> only when you say ah. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum.
2: <laughs> but like it was almost like a power. P- she, like, she felt like it was like there was something weird. I didn't pay a line and pack it back then because I just wasn't in that space. But like you could tell there was something that really like, bothered her. It's like, who the fuck are you almost? Yeah. Kind of thing. Trauma, bro. Yeah.
1: Trauma. It's her trauma. It's her, like, not feeling good enough. And that, like, like that, like, triggers the I'm not good enough thing. Oh, I'm not yeah. good enough for him to nut while he's fucking me? Yeah. Or it's just, like, that has nothing to do with you. Alright. Like, not everything has, like, you're not the center of this universe. Right. Like, I don't, like, that's, that's like, for me, like, for a long time, like, I would get lost in relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I would almost lose myself and forget who I am, like a codependency. Mm-hmm. And then the reality was just, like, like I can be myself and you can be yourself. And that's where we're the best because, like, we can keep growing with each other as opposed to right. you. Like I said earlier, like, you come with your secrets behind your back and I come with my secrets behind my back. And I act as if the way that I think that you want to see me and you act the way that you think I want to see you and then 5 years 10 years 20 years down the line when like the real truth comes out or it's just like ooh, that is not the person that I thought I was with Mm. holy shit
2: yeah it's funny it's almost one of those duality catch 22 kind of things like relationships provide us the best tool of figuring out who we are but at the same time it's the most effective way to lose ourselves yeah like it's weird like how you find you walk that line
1: well you can either uh build a house with a hammer i can smash your fucking brain in (laughs) a tool is just a tool it depends on like if you have the training to use it Mm. that's the problem like we just don't have training in relationships like we were raised by people that were broken Mm. for the most part like dude we're our divorce rate is like 60% for the first divorce or 50% for the first divorce, it's like 60 or 70 for the second, right? Like we are raised, like nobody knows how to have relationships. We're in a culture where like, like we throw things out. We like, we don't fix things. Like we don't work on things. Like we don't, we don't work with our hands. Like there's no sense of integrity. And there's no sense of fulfillment in what we do in our daily lives, including relationships. Mm. Like, we take everything for granted. Mm. As a a society, you know? Like, most people... um, Like, I was reading a study, and it said, like... It was crazy. It was, like, people over 60 watch, like, 9 to 10 hours of TV. And then, like, every 10 years is, like, an hour off or some shit. Mm. I'm sure it's even more now when you put, like, cell phones and shit in there. And, like... We just don't appreciate like other human beings and like their presence, because we're, we're not present. Like we're always right. wishing, as a society, right. we're always wishing that we were somewhere else doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does the average man's life look like, or average woman's life look like? You know, like they wake up, and shh.
2: like that. Right. It looks just like that. Actually, that's the yeah. sound their soul is making right yeah. there.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's my dog going wild. Uh, you know, like they wake up, what, six o'clock? They shave, they shower, they do their hair if they still have any left. <laughs> Neither of us do, so. I was like,
2: in case you can't see that, which you can't because the podcast, we're both bald. Yeah. Or balding, I
1: guess. So, yeah, and then they get dressed and they wear some constricting suit or. pantsuit for women or dress or whatever whatever it is that they wear to their fucking buttoned up job and they wear a tie usually sometimes it's blue (laughs) and like maybe on casual Fridays they won't wear a tie so
2: here's my question do you dress up when you go on dates or you dress like you normally do I
1: just tank top my I don't you know like I don't I don't dress up yeah
2: at all I, I have this deep confl- inner conflict around this because normally I'm like you, I everything I have is baggy. Let's see, it's short and it's baggy. And I'm usually wearing a tank top or a very basic t shirt. And it just feels nice, it's free whenever I can. I walk barefoot. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. in that camp for sure. But when I go on a date, I'm like, I want to feel comfortable. So I want to wear what I normally wear. I mean, I'll throw on a nicer t-shirt. Yeah. 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 Right. I'll wash it. It doesn't have as many holes. Right. (laughs) But when I asked my female friends, I'm like, Hey, I want to go like this. And they're like, no, like, no, just don't. And me and a friend actually had went back and forth on this. I'm like, but I want to feel free and they're going to see this part of me anyway. So might as well see it now. And my friend came back with like, yeah, but on that first date, You don't want to create unnecessary things for them to have to focus on, which
1: I don't know how I feel about that. I'm
2: still torn.
1: I feel like that friend still has a lot of work left to do. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like it depends. Like it depends on who you ask that question. If somebody that you ask that question has a deep sense of freedom inside of themselves to be themselves, Mm -hmm. like whenever, whenever, however, they're going to give you a different answer. Mm. i don't know i personally like i just dress the way i dress right like i'll wear a tank top and i'll wear like my sneakers i don't look like a homeless person Mm -hmm. if that's like the question but like i'm not gonna wear a fucking suit right right you know like i'm not gonna go on a special like shopping trip to fucking put on like dating clothes no Mm. like i just like my dating clothes is just like three steps above like my walking the dog clothes yeah maybe four you know, I have like I have custom tailored suits, I just don't wear them because like I like when I go to occasions where I could wear a suit, I enjoy wearing a suit. But that's not a date. Unless we're going to a place where like I would wear a suit. Like maybe I don't know, like some fucking I would imagine like a movie the movie that I'm playing in my head is like a fancy restaurant with a bunch of bougie ass white people <laughs> and like uh, like like a bunch of like classical music playing live, yeah. and um, and my waiter refers to me as garçon, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, <laughs> garçon, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or sir, like right, like, right. like
1: that's the only like I don't know that's where I would dress up, but also like on the other end like that was that would be the place where. I would probably maybe not dress up at all. I would come in like a tank top and flip flops just to, because I fucking can. Yeah. Because my meal's $500 and because I can right? Like that's, I don't know. Yeah. It I, depends on what I feel like. I love wearing, like I just got a new suit. I've never wore it yet, mm, but I love it. It looks fucking awesome. But like, I don't know. Whenever I feel like wearing it, I'm going to fucking wear it.
2: Yeah. I guess it's whatever you enjoy at the end
1: of the day. Yeah. Like, what do you feel like wearing that day? Like, what do you feel like? Because your clothing is just like an outside representation of what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, maybe your clothing wasn't what was going on in your friend's head.
2: Yeah. Huh. Because
1: there's so many schools of thoughts, right? Like, do I want to attract a person that likes that and then fucking trick them into being with me and then they find out that I'm fucking something else? And
2: that's kind of what it feels like.
1: Yeah. Like manipulation. Yeah.
2: manipulation through clothing yeah
1: well through like an external experience like bro we're entrepreneurs we go to masterminds we meet people there (laughs) all the time bro that want to manipulate you into thinking that they're a lot more successful than they are and on the other end also a lot less successful than they are Mm. that's another one i've met i've met a few that i'm like no way and they're just like they look like they're homeless but
2: yeah so now that we both hit higher levels of success in business, when you think back to those days and the people we used to, I don't know about you, but at least I used to look up to and want to strive for one day, like thinking back to those days, how you view those interactions and those relationships? (laughs) Um,
1: You know, like I've never met a person, like not never, but it's very rare that I meet a person that is internally the same person that they show externally. Mm-hmm. I've had my heart broken by entrepreneurship mentors and mentors and, like, like who I thought could be mentors. Mm-hmm. But then when I meet them and, like, I have those interactions with them, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, I don't want that. Why, I, why would I want that person to give me advice if I don't want to live a life that looks like their life? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. so you know like I I was disenchanted really fast I had my hopes like so I was like oh I hope I find like that that amazing like mentor teacher relationship Um, but I realized like I don't need one at all like I just like they're not ever going to be able to tell me like what I don't already know
2: well
1: does that make sense
2: yeah no for sure I mean, I, I look back to those days and I knew like in my core being, I was like, I don't want to be like you. And now I look back and I'm like, yeah, definitely don't want to be like that. Yeah. Like I look at how I got to where I was and maybe I took a longer, harder way, but the lessons that I learned to get to it on my way and through my path, like I feel if I was back in that room. I would have been able to, I think, make help guide a lot more people. Maybe. Or yeah, you would so have left
1: the room faster. I probably never banned the room. To be completely honest. <laughs> that, that's the thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Like when you change one thing, it's like the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Like if you bring yourself back with the level of consciousness that you have now to that time frame, mm-hmm. it's like everything could be different.
2: Yeah. So you feel any desire to like go back and try to be like, a quote-unquote light for those people like help serve nah. anything like that
1: i feel like my darkness is so strong inside mm. that it like helped stimulate a lot of discomfort in a lot of people that eventually brought them to a higher level of consciousness mm. just the reflection of just like me being there myself the way that i was because mm-hmm. um, like you know like helping people wake up or like helping just like helping people doesn't always look like you holding their hand Mm -hmm. like sometimes it looks like you beating the shit out of them like i don't know everybody needs something different you know and like i have something very unique to offer like internally and Mm -hmm. externally and like um i don't you know like i don't think that i could have done any better at that level Mm -hmm. of consciousness i feel like i did the best that i fucking could that's kind of how we do right like that's all we can do yeah
2: all we are doing yeah one of my coaches used to always say like every day you're doing your best if you could do any better you would be
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly like this is like something different was going to happen like it would happen Mm -hmm. but it didn't so like this is what you got that's the thing right like like you hear people all the time and they're like well if this one thing was different it's like come on bro like but it's not so shut the fuck up (laughs) why are we even talking about this yeah like what the fuck like what can we do different next time like Mm -hmm. that's what we can control like that's not in our locus of control so why Mm -hmm. are we even like that's that it's a waste of time it's a waste of energy it's a waste of presence
2: yeah you know a a conversation has been showing up a lot with me, when I'm having, when I'm talking to other people, is they'll say that they want something or they want to change something or something like that, and I'll be like, "Do you really?" Because by all evidence of what's happening in your life right now, and what you're doing today, and what you have planned for tomorrow, like there's no evidence that you actually want to change this. So I mean, and that's cool, like not coming from a place of judgment. No, there's nothing wrong. Just like most of us, I feel we feel like there's a change we want to make or we should make and then we feel guilty and bad about not doing it. And I'm like, if you're not ready to make that change you don't really want it, just own it. And be happy where you are instead of telling ourselves we need to be somewhere else. And I felt like the when I learned that it was a big opening for myself.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean it's a constant uh, space of learning for me you know like i've lived in a deep state of frustration for a really long time i was telling you earlier Mm -hmm. because i thought that i was supposed to like find my purpose Mm -hmm. but the reality was like why do i need a purpose so it can put more pressure on me so it can make me less happy in the days where i'm just like enjoying my days Mm -hmm. like a few days ago like I was sitting there, and I finished my workout, and I wrote some emails for my company, and like, 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 I did some reading and stuff, I meditated, and then I sat down and played Age of Empires. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I played that shit forever. Yeah, they have, like, a new edition, it's called the Definitive Edition. Oh, shit. And it's like, it looks fucking, it looks cool, like, the graphics are nice, yeah. and they're coming out with a new one, Age of Empires 4. IV. Dude, so I've, I've been had this square
2: off video games, because, like, I have no, like, moderation, at least in the past. yeah. I, at some point in time, I want to go re-experiment with this to see if I develop you self-control. You probably still do not. I'm guessing not. So I'm like, it's a zero-sum zero game. But I'm like, no. I just have to completely co- I want to play the new Final Fantasy VII so badly. So
1: badly. Give yourself, like, a moment, right?
2: If you want. <sighs> I'm afraid that that moment will turn into weeks.
1: I mean, rent it. Like, rent the system, rent the, fo- like, rent the thing, and like Dude, and then get rid of it. We make
2: enough that we wouldn't care. Like, huh? we just keep it until we're done with it.
1: Like, a rental system, like, maybe for like a... make a deal with somebody. Like, make a deal uh, with me, bro. You know? Like, give yourself, like, that thing. Like, get it out of your system. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I did. I was just like, I got it out of my system, and I'm I'm good. Mm. From time to time, I'll play with Alan. So the reason why I started playing was because I wanted to, like, have a deeper connection with my son. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to play fucking Minecraft, bro. That shit literally, like, hurts my brain Whatever's <laughs> going on there. And I was like, y'all, Yo, look, you, you like strategy games? He's like, what's that? And I showed him. He's like, yeah, let's do it. So we've been playing fucking Age of Empires over the... Because I don't see them all the time. Yeah. So, like, we'll play over uh, Steam. Oh, that's cool. So, like, Because, like, I... You know what? For a really long, because like me and my dad never had like a deep connection like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because like my dad always wanted me to be like him, and I wanted to be like me, and it was just like this constant battle of like fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, you know, like it, you get it. Yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah. I don't have to describe it yeah. to you. Um And then like Alan likes fucking video games. Like he grew up like he's like a like a millennial, I guess, yeah. or whatever the next generation is. Um, like he grew up with fucking computers like yeah. as soon as he was born like he's been around technology mm-hmm. um so i really wanted him to like be into like movement and, and jiu and like like he he does it because like i tell him to do it yeah. but like he's not like into it like he does video games and nobody fucking tells him to do it you know yeah. um he likes planes and no one tells him to do it so i realized like why am i trying to get him to be something that he's not mm-hmm because I think that that's better than that. Well, fuck, like I'm just perpetuating the cycle of like uh, like this weird patriarchy of like, you do what I say mm-hmm. and you do what I do and that's what would make you good enough. And then he's gonna wake up one day and fucking hate me mm-hmm. because I forced him to do the things that he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So now I was just like, well, he we plays video games. Like maybe I'll like it. I used to play like Grand Theft Auto 5 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Of course you did. <laughs>
2: Of course those are games you played.
1: Those are the two games that like, I remember playing. And like the WWF games. Yeah. There were WWE. Oh, those forever.
2: were fun. Like N64. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. those were good.
1: Yeah. yeah, GoldenEye.
2: Oh man, we used to with rack up some hours plus yeah. some GoldenEye. Like
1: I'd be down to do that. So oh, yeah. one of the things that I, w- I wanted to get, because I, I want to build like that tiny house and I want to build like a barn. Where I um, work, there's going to be a space for work. There's going to be a space for like movement and training, and I want to put like an arcade or two in there. So the barn's going to be bigger than your house. For sure, it's going to be bigger. <laughs> Not a question. <laughs> That's going to be like where I do like the retreats, uh... where like you know, like it's just like where I'm going to do stuff. I want to start doing like woodworking.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: I want to like work with my hands. Like I want to like learn a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. I will. Like I'm going to do all these things. Sure. I have so much free time, bro like I said bro I have more free time than a Saudi Arabian prince.
2: <laughs> so speak to that, like how much because it's easy to say you have a lot of free time compared to what so like how many what's your typical daily schedule or I should yeah. say where's the openness fall into your schedule
1: so I wake up at like usually today I woke up at 7 right I'm, mm-hmm. I just I was I had a headache yesterday I was, I was exhausted you know like I, I practice a lot usually by Thursday I'm pretty beat up um, so I usually wake up at like Five thirty-six, and then I, uh, like, I'll I'll meditate for half an hour, and then I'll, I'll move for like two and a half three hours. I'll do my breath work, I'll meditate again, and then um, I'll walk Caesar, and. Um, <laughs> Think you said my name. <laughs> and then um, and then I'll read, I'll read for like an hour or two, um, and then I'll I'll do some studying like I, I study stuff like right now I'm studying Tim, Tom, Tom Bilyeu Tom Billu the, yeah, the, the quest, quest guy yeah. yeah he has like a course that he put out like mm. it's interesting it's just like seeing where the gaps are and like the ideas mm-hmm. um, and then then I'll eventually eat probably around noon time and then I'll take a nap <laughs> uh,
2: I was like you've already done a lot of stuff by noon
1: yeah and then I'll take a nap and then when I wake up I'll, uh, I'll write some emails for like the, for like one of my companies um, I'll do some more research on like a project that I'm doing um, what else do some planning now I'm going to be doing podcasting at least once a day right yeah. then I'll probably move a little bit more I mean I spend time cooking I spend time like in visualization work um Yeah, I'll jump on a few calls with people that I want to talk to. Mm. Then I'll walk Caesar again in the evening. I go to sleep at like 8 to 9.30, the latest now.
0: Mm.
1: So that's like, that's just basically my life, bro. Like, and then Uh. like right now, because it's really hot and I don't go out. But like when it's not as hot, I'll go to the national park in the evening and watch sunset and go on a hike. Uh, if I live by a river, I'd just be diving into the river all the time. Like, if I lived in a warmer place in nature, when I live in a warmer place in nature, my, my schedule will look a little bit different. Sure. But basically the same, like reading, writing, um, recording, uh, studying, moving, and, med- and meditating. That's basically my life, bro.
2: And what I just heard is basically your whole day you decide what you do with it. Basically. Yeah. Outside of what? Having to send some work emails?
1: I don't even have to. Yeah. I just like... Do. Because like, like, I'm good at it. Yeah. And so I enjoy things that I'm good at. Like I don't have to. Like we could always hire somebody. Like if we had a company working it. I just make more money for the team um, when I write them versus somebody that has no fucking clue what they're doing. Mm. Like, I literally, like, at some point, 9X'd it in, like, five months or something. Somebody else's emails. I just write well. And, like, I understand copywriting. I understand emails. um, And I understand health and well-being and, like, uh, mindset. Like, I understand these things, so I write about them.
2: Mm.
1: So, and it's rare, I guess, that those, like, combinations overlap because most copywriters are fucking nerds. (laughs) You know what I mean? They have to study a subject. So, like... I already had the subjects and then I layered copywriting on top of it, mm-hmm. so.
2: That's what's up. Yeah. That's pretty dope life,
1: homie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's been like, it's been a blessing, but it's also a curse, right? Like when, when I didn't realize how much free time I had, so I was filling it with like social media mm. because I thought I was supposed to, I was supposed to like be busy that's what fucked me up for years bro and I'll just be like super unhappy
2: and now you're not now I'm not so what was that process like of like going cold turkey did you have any like withdrawal symptoms or anything
1: nah you know what cause like I had a I had like 20 students for my movement program and um, that was like my reason in my head to like keep going online and then I was like I could just tell them to email me,
2: mm. or text. <laughs> nah, I don't give my number out like
1: that, bro. Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't want people having my number, and not not because because it's like it's intrusive. That's mm. like giving you the keys to my house. Mm. Cause like if you if you email me, I don't have to open it right away. Like if you text message me, like it pops up on my fucking screen. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that I've been doing a lot lately. It's like filtering like my communication, because mm-hmm. like now that like because like like I didn't value my time. Mm. It was just like, I can talk to this person that I don't like on the internet, or I can read a book that I really enjoy. Hard fucking choice. <laughs> Hopefully, this person will accept me. Yeah. We're just like, fuck this person, mm. whoever she or he is, you know, fuck them. Like, and not in a bad way, but like, fuck them, because like, I don't need them. They don't need me. I could just read my fucking book or write a new book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I, like, Without social media, I could be pumping out a book every quarter easily. Easily, bro. Like, yeah. easily. Like, it's something that, like, once I have, like, my, my thing, like, maybe that's what I'll take on and, like, do, like, a few years of, like, quarterly fucking book writing. That'd be incredible. Bro, I wrote, like, my, my book of poetry yeah. in, like, the most retarded state I've ever been in, in way before the three months was up. yeah. And I started, like, during the thing. Like, it wasn't like I started before and, like, it was something I was already doing. No. And I was, like, in my most retarded phase.
2: Yeah. I mean, because, what, that be, like, 12 books in three years? Like, that's more than most people do in their life. Yeah. Or most, like, professional writers do in their life.
1: For sure. And now, like, I have the attention for it, it feels Mm -hmm. like. Like, I didn't have the attention. Like, I always had, like, an excuse. Like, no, I had to be on social media and, like, talk to these people that need to accept me. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, no. Like, I mean, you've seen my day so far today. Like, yeah. you've been here all day. Like, you, you've had more shit to do than me. Yeah. <laughs> our, and you're, our, and you're on, house. like, vacation.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you call this a vacation. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're traveling.
2: For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, what's next for you, man? I mean, you just started podcasting
1: uh more podcasting i'm gonna i want this to be like the fucking focus of my life right now mm. and when i get into this groove then i'm gonna like put on another layer um but like right now it's just like podcasting like right now we've been going for 48 minutes and like no nope, no issues like i can keep going and going so. yeah
2: no i mean we could probably legit do this for about two hours Pretty we we probably we probably do 10 ferris level
1: we could do Joe Rogan style. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I feel like, like those we could three pull hour that off. ones. Yeah, I feel like we could pull that off pretty I mean, we've basically been talking for what time? Yeah, it it's uh, two fifty. I got here at nine thirty. I and can, then you like forced me hour. to take a shower because <laughs> <laughs> apparently
1: planes are dirty. Planes are dirty, bro. Uh, so you got yeah. We've been, t- been talking. We've nonstop for about four hours. All right, what other weird thing? So semen retention. I mean, I. You can call it coffee animals. I don't know. I don't think that's weird. Um,
2: how many people do you know do animas?
1: A lot more than you think.
2: That aren't sick.
1: You know what? A lot of people that I've like taught how to do animas, so yeah. like they, they just got into it. Like one of my buddies resisted me for like two years and then like he had like really bad migraines, and I was like, bro, just like do a fucking do an animal. Do an do do three enemas in a row, like three right. days in a row. He got addicted, bro. He got hooked. He was doing that for, like, weeks straight. and I was like, because he's he's an eight, too, and he's, like, a crazy person. Uh, So, like, very extreme, like, all in. Um,
2: When you say eight, you mean the Enneagram. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, bro. Like, I, you know, I don't like a lot of stuff
2: like having a lot of stuff or yeah. a lot Yeah like
1: of- like all right like cuz they can't see my apartment yeah, right, yeah, like what is it like what it what is it like I mean for what is it, is it 2500 square foot 26 I think most
2: people living in a two bedroom apartment probably have more stuff than
1: you My dog's going wild yeah, he, Caesar. He agrees He he doesn't want more stuff cuz he yeah. gets to play Yeah
2: uh, but I legit say, like, somebody in a two-bedroom apartment probably has more stuff than you.
1: Yeah. It'd probably be wanted if I didn't have all those beds.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you do have beds bed whenever you want. Yeah.
1: For sure. But
2: that's more for... Like other stay- people. Yeah. yeah. You used to have a lot of people
1: staying over. All the time, bro. Yeah. Definitely- a lot less so nowadays, but... It's
2: kind of like a college frat house. Yeah. Except, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's
2: a lot like a college. But cleaner. Frat house. Yeah, and not intended for shenanigans like that.
1: Yeah, less, less, um, less bodily fluids everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly.
2: Oh my god, yeah, yeah. So I say you're definitely a minimalist. Um, I say you're probably the only person I know who's about as minimalist as I am. And mine just got refused to buy stuff. So like, I try. I decided a long time ago that I want to live in a way where all my stuff can fit into one car. Nice. And I own a little two door coupe. So that wasn't a lot of space. Yeah. And I've still to this day can pretty much do it. Now I've started buying more kitchen appliances because I've fallen in love with cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's that's pushing it pretty hard, but it's still pretty much like it'd be now a sedan. Into a sedan.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought I bought a a a pizza cast iron pizza pan. Did you? Yeah, because I started making pizzas from scratch. Ooh. Like dough dough and all. Like yeah, dough and all. Like Italian throwing up in the air. Nah, almond flour because I don't eat gluten, so I made it out of almond flour. But I'm gonna test like some other stuff. Um, but it came out really good even with almond flour. Yeah. I made uh I made pizza last week and I made lasagna last week too. Nice. So, the lasagna was like money, bro. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I just enjoy cooking. Mm. Um, I didn't realize it before because I didn't have time. (laughs) I didn't have time to cook because I had to be on social media. (laughs) Ooh, that does look good. That's fucking lasagna. Damn, that looks good. That's like somebody's Nana, bro. Yeah. Hey, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? Oh, this is, and this is the pizza that I made. It's like artisanal, like, like yeah. thin crust pizza.
2: Dude, we're going to have to set up a little camera that's Joe style so we have somebody who can, like, put the clothes put put the on there, guys. <laughs> like, As you said, if it's not a, a picture, it doesn't exist.
1: I'll, I'll post it in the thing. Yeah, there it is. And right. I'm, ma- I'm making... Whatever, I'm not going to talk about it, but... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're almost at an hour. This is my... First podcast. Thank you, Dennis, for yeah. joining me. Are you I'm actually, published this one? Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. All Hell right. yeah, I'm ready. Happy to be on your inaugural podcast. Inaugural, bro. Yeah. Inaugural. In the Oval Office.
2: I mean, we had a black president, might as well have a black podcasting host or guest.
1: For sure. <laughs> Dope. Black a black guy and a Jew, bro.
2: Changing the world.
1: Changing the world, Who bro.
2: Who would have thought we see this day? Who would have thought? It's like a bad joke. Right. Like a black guy and a Jew walk into a bar. <laughs>
1: it's, like a, it's like the beginning of a really bad joke. <laughs> so that's what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, it's, the podcast is going to be the beginning, the middle, or the end of a really bad joke. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I love you. And um, I hope that you guys face your deepest fear which hopefully is the realization of how incredible you really are love you and um, see you in the next episode
0: thank you for listening to the alchemy of self podcast If you resonate with our message, please show us some love by hitting the subscribe button and giving us a like. You can also visit our website at www.roamza.com to continue your journey of self-discovery and keep up with our latest offerings. With love and harmony from all of us at the Alchemy of Self podcast.